Thursday, Noyach Shir 68, we are discussing that Avram Avinu was chosen because he was able to teach the Messiah to his children and because his children would inherit, inherit what he had. Now, is this what happened? Is this what ultimately happened? Now, he explains that the job of transmitting the Rabbeinu Shalalam's Mahalach and his Ratzin is the main function of the children of Aram. Now, Bavik Demila says a very interesting thing. He says, the world had never seen such devotion to learning and studying as amongst Bnei Yisrael. The Goyim do not have such a concept to, dev- to devotion, to studying, to learning. It's a str- I mean, they study, but nothing close to what Yidin do. Yitzchak, Avram Avinu's son, was his main Talmud. And the Pasuk says, Yaakov Ishtam, Yeshev Eholam, Yaakov also learned Tahir. He spent 14 years in the Mesifta of Shem and Aver. When Kala Yisrael received the Tahir, the whole nation turned into Yeshiva. For 40 years in the Midbar, they had no responsibilities of earning a Parnosa. They spent the whole time learning Tahir. Moshe, Aaron, his sons, this Canaan, they were the Talmidim, and they were assisted by the, the Rosh Himeis, Alafim, Chamishim, Asaris, right, the way Yisrael set it up, but it was all a yeshiva. It was a big yeshiva. And really, it was unusual in the history of the world. It was the only time that an entire nation went to study, went basically into seclusion to study. That's what went on in the Midbar. And if they would have gone for one week, it would have also been something unique in mankind. But they did it for 40 years. It is a huge achievement that any sort of community had ever attained. And it was an experience that was forever ingrained in the hearts of Klal Yisrael. Since those 40 years, Limar Atayra became foundational in Klal Yisrael. The Bnei Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov were never interested in all the entertainment that the Goyim were till our generation. But till then they had never interest. They weren't interested in theaters, circuses, games, sports, hunting, bullfights, any other pastime. They were only busy with Tyre. That's the way it was. Which gives us a little bit of a wake-up call. What are we busy with? But really, in the olden days, it used to be Tyre. That's what it was. They weren't busy with... I mean, technically speaking, that's what Rashi's talking about when he says, Chazal means you know how to go to a theater in a circus. Today, unfortunately, people do. It's the way we, we in a certain sense, we copy the entertainment of the Goyim. But by Klai, so it was never like that. They never had entertain, never had Goyish entertainment. It was always, entertainment was tired. That's what it was. Now, just to be honest, I mean, just, Lamaisa, where we live in a door that's very, very extremely lazy. It's the nature of us. Very, people got very lazy nowadays. You know, when you get, when you buy a new computer, how many people read the manual? <laughs> Besides your Chaim, nobody does. You don't read it either? You figure it out on your own. <laughs> A guy would rather take out the computer, break it six times, I'd be not to spend the 20 minutes reading the manual. It's laziness. 
So it's not a, it's not really fear to say that we're. I mean, we are. We're not busy learning like we used to, like we should be. But part of it is because of the mass laziness that's in this world. People don't want to use their heads. You can't add up 123 plus 456. No one wants to. They pull out a calculator and you count it. No one bothers to use their head. So that's really part of it. The reason why people don't spend time learning Torah is not because necessarily they don't enjoy learning. When you have a good speaker, people spend all day listening to speeches and this and that. But they just they don't want to use their heads. It's very challenging to use your head. You're not used to it. You don't want to use your, you'd rather not use your head. So to be honest, that's what I would say part of it is. It's not just that people like to watch Gaish entertainment. They do, but this part of it is the laziness that we're, we're used to. Life became very easy. To take a drink of water is five seconds, which used to be 20 minutes for a drink of water. To get to the store could take you 10 minutes, which used to take you 10 hours. And people just got lazy. Laziness. I don't remember when you used to go to the store and actually have to carry your bags home. Bags. Something called bags. And mother used to have something called bags. You keep stuff in bags. So <laughs> you used to actually take your stuff home now? Take your things home? I should take my things home? What's this thing? But anyway... You don't remember when they used to, I don't know if you remember, when they used to buy things in the store, they didn't have scanning machines. You used to have to enter every single thing that you bought. Do you remember that? You remember that? They used to have to enter. The, and like sometimes they did barcodes and sometimes they were off by one number, they would have to do it again. And then they got these scanning machines which were like, they were like diagonal. If you slid it the wrong way, it wouldn't read it. Do you remember that? It wouldn't, it wouldn't read it. You know what I'm talking about? They wouldn't read. You have to like, you have to like hold the, the barcode and like make sure you get it right. And like some things didn't have a barcode. It was like very complicated. Like the barcode was like the chiddush. Today, it reads it from any direction. Don't do nothing. Everything smooth. Swipe and run. It's laziness. And the mice that's where it comes from. People struggle with learning because it's lazy. Now, I was talking to somebody today about this. I was like, tell it. He was discussing sneers. I said. I say, you don't fight a losing battle. You know, if it's a losing battle, if it's not changing, that's, that's not where you should put your kachas. Put your kachas into something that you actually could change. To start saying people are lazy. So therefore what? So tell me. Okay, everyone's lazy now, so what do you want me to do about it? And no, one, no one's changing. No one's putting away their phone. Everyone's, it's Matthias. We're lazy. That's the way it is. So let's do something that even though we're lazy, we can be chazikin. Let's try to find the chizik in something that we could do. To start yelling about long shaitals. It is what it is. No one's cutting their shaital. Most people. So let, let's try to do something that we could do. Let's focus on something we could do. If it's something that's usher, if it's something that's mamish and avera, it's a different discussion. But let's just say it's not an avera, it's just not nice. Something's not, not, not a shayna zach to do. But it, it, this is the way it is. So face reality, and instead of crying and, and making mishugah, do something that could actually change. That's what I'd say over here. You know, mice were lazy, so we try to make taira in a way that even a person that's that's well, you're chronically lazy. We use that word. Chron- I don't want to use the word lazy. Chronically not used to working. We'll say it like that. To train him to be able to, you know, the whole AI. It also comes from laziness. You don't got to think anything. You don't have to add anything up. Just figure everything for you. Never use it. Has to use your head. But so a person should, that we try to make Torah as as easier on the mind as possible it shouldn't be so challenging. That's the argument. But anyway. Got sidetracked over here, but that's what he says. He says, during the period 
that was by the destruction of the first base of Mikdash, there were over a million men that were Nevuim, that were Nevi'im. And they had Nevuim. And there were endless Chachamim and Talmidim in every generation. In the time of Chizkiyahu HaMelech, the Limud HaTayr was universal amongst the people. Okay, where do we have this? Hint, Chizkiyahu HaMelech. What's the, what does that have to do with this week's parsha? Rashi says, we mentioned it today in the parsha here. Rashi says that the only door, that one of the two doors that didn't have to have a keshes, a rainbow, one of them was the door of Chizkiyahu HaMelech. The other one is the door of Shimon Yechai. The door of Chizkiyah Melch didn't have to have rainbow. Why? Because it is. It was universal. Everybody learned Tyre. Some of the greatest Chachamim in our history were the leaders of Kala Yisrael. If you look at it from a historical perspective, Moshe, Yeshua, Shmuel, Shaul, David, Shlema, Chizkiyah, Ezra, they were all Tamid Chachamim. And they used their power to teach Tyre. <coughs> Since the earliest times, people gathered together to hear Torah on Shabbos, to hear Kriyas HaTayra. 300 years before the second Churban Beis HaMikdash. Now, I don't know how to pronounce this fellow's name. Theophrastus. Theophrastus. Everyone knows who he is? I'm sure. So he writes, re- regarding Kla Yisrael, that they are a nation of philosophers who are always busy with Elokus, with divinity. Something of Soli, the philosophers in Syria are called Jews. And he brings other writers that write the same thing. That means Klai Yisrael always had Bate Medrish, Bate Knesias, long before the Churm Beis HaMikdash. In Tveria, Josephus writes in Tveria there was something called Prosucha, in the city of Tveria, which was a large edifice capable of receiving a great number of people. And these places were called Shabbos houses because they're the places where everybody came to spend the entire day learning Tyre. That's what they did on Shabbos. They learned. They had it in Eretz Israel. They had it in any place where Yidin lived, in Alexandria, in Egypt. There's a huge base of Three times every year, Yerushalayim had millions of men to come to be Eil Regal, and they taught Torah on a national scale. Josephus says like this, he's quoting Josephus, he likes to quote Josephus when it comes to these things, because Josephus was slanted against Kalei Yisrael. And when he writes something, it's, and he writes Lataiva, then you take him seriously. Josephus quotes, our principle for Kalei Yisrael is as follows, to teach our children, and we think it to mean the most necessary business of our life, to observe the laws that have been given to us. This is quotes Josephus. We're going to see Be'ez Hashem next week that the young man asks the old man why he's quoting Josephus. He has an interesting explanation. But he's quoting Josephus in the book Contra Epion that Josephus writes that the main goal of Claudius is to teach children and to follow the Torah. There's something that a Frayayid wrote who had no desire to say good about the Yidin. So you see, this was a fact. Klaiso was busy with Limanatayr, and this was a hemshikh that came from Avram Avinu.